0: Good morning and thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas with you today. The show, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations in the Duke, Spruce Grove, and right here at West Edmonton Mall. If you can't make it, check them out online, jerky.com. Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas with you today, talking all things fantasy sports for the next 50-odd minutes. one 401 1440 is the text line if you'd like to chime in. If you'd like to let us know your thoughts about anything going on on the show, we we appreciate that. The email, connor at sports1440.ca, brandon at sports1440.ca. Appreciate all the concern for uh, for us going off air or something. I don't know. I just, I just walked in and one of the engineers was like, I hate the internet. And I had no clue because I love the internet. Yeah, I have no
1: idea what the technical issues were because sometimes when things go wrong, it's in studio and I'm fooling to admit like maybe I press the wrong button or something, but I'm like looking around. It's the middle of a commercial break. Like I'm not pressing anything. And all also I'm checking. There's like a certain light that's supposed to be on in here, the computer. And then I'm trying to switch over to the Fox Sports Radio, but I don't know if it's working, switching back and forth. Um, and then, but we're back.
0: We have returned. We are back.
1: Fret not. Great uh, intro song to kick off a, a Friday <laughs> edition of the show.
0: Yeah. Triple C in a truck and Slurpy Sean feeling that one. Actually, yes, that should be your... Yeah, okay, they're liking it. I saw your response, and I thought maybe that was his, but hey, everyone's feeling the Mariah Carey to get us going on this Friday morning. Beautiful weather out there. The mall, bumping. Lots of uh, lots of things going on. I think there was a elementary school here to see the sea lions, which is always fun. Brandon and I like to check in on those sea lions as we walk through the mall. Tonight in the sporting world, not a whole lot going on. I mean, I'm sure we could find some things, but... Uh, Maybe not on the professional ranks, I should say. Lots going on. At, at other levels, Genesis Invitational. Yeah, if
1: you're a golf fan, you can enjoy that. This afternoon, it is on Pacific time, so it's uh you know behind us, so it starts a little bit later. It's underway, but a couple big names still coming up later uh, this afternoon. Yet to yet to start tee off.
0: Golden Bears out in Saskatchewan. In Stoon, take on the Huskies. Play the Huskies in quarterfinal. Stoon. They're not used to playing in the quarterfinal. This is
1: this is a this is a double rare occurrence for the Golden Bears uh, hockey program because not only are they not getting a first round buy. But they're on the road for this first round of the playoffs. Uh, all three games being played in Saskatoon. Uh, the McHugh and Griffins, uh, likewise for them, they're down in Calgary to play Mount Royal. Um, you know, one of the best teams in the in the country this year. So it's a gauntlet in Canada West. We'll see if the Bears can uh, take care of business. Uh, I'll just I'll just call a spade a spade. The Griffins they're in pretty tough to knock off the Royals based on each respective team's seasons. But hey, any given Sunday. Yeah, or in this case, Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Road dogs, baby.
1: Road dogs. So just go out there and find a but, way to get it and done. And also, I mean, hey, I'm a U of A guy. I went there. Plenty Proud alum. Of, plenty of time at the Drake. Um, I'm I'm rooting for the Bears. Uh, how the Griffins fare this weekend? I'll be frank. Doesn't uh, move the needle for me. One. Actually, you know what? I'd like the Griffins to knock off the Royals because they're a good team that could maybe take out the Bears down the line
0: here. Heck yeah! Do it for your city, brethren. <laughs> I mean, it'll be tough, but uh, we should. Yeah, I just want to say there are other sports going in town. Don't want to offend anyone. On the NBA, of course, it is All Star Weekend. In the NHL, it should be an absolute thriller. Coyotes, Hurricanes. I mean, I guess if you're doing daily fantasy, Brandon, uh, what's the strategy here? What do you What are you loading up? You loading up the Canes, plus Kate and, uh, Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller,
1: Nick Schmaltz, uh, but, I mean, hey, he only got so many bucks to spend. <laughs> so he can make, if you want to load up the top end of the Coyotes players and then uh, get some more – because the Hurricanes are a deep team, right? I mean, they, they we talked about this with the Blues yesterday, and we kind of saw it in full effect rolling out line after line. Hurricanes could do that too. So um, if you want to maybe – uh, take some risks on some more depth in the Hurricanes lineup, and then get your Coyotes top end guys with obviously just the one game on. You're gonna have to get a little creative. if You want some separation from the rest of the pack, and hope for I don't know. Yes, Barry Cookie and Emmy to to get out of a little bit of a funk that he's been in in the last little stretch of games.
0: Well, I mean, you touched on it, so let's let's dive in. We're eight minutes into the show here. Let's talk about the Edmonton Oilers last night <laughs> and these St. Louis Blues. And uh, for the Oilers, I'm just looking through the box scores here. Their next opponent. The Dallas Stars, who won 9-2 last night against the Nashville Predators. Three field goals. Like a a touchdown and a safety. Touchdown, extra
1: point, and a safety.
0: Uh, That'd be too much. That'd be 10 points. Safety's worth two. Sorry, touchdown. Extra point. Extra point and a safety. Okay, yeah. Yeah, wow, we're Con- good. Well, wow, Connor, you threw in the extra point and it threw me off. Well,
1: you can't just say a touchdown. Tech t- touchdowns only technically worth six. Yeah,
0: when when there's like seven nothing, people say touchdown. It's not touchdown and an extra point. Nothing. What if it's eight nothing? Touchdown and a two point conversion. The,
1: yeah, but do people assume that maybe it's two safeties in a or a field goal, a safety and another and another field goal?
0: <laughs> maybe we're just we're just splitting atoms now. You gotta have your football math down, Pat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, boy Kyle math, Shanahan.
1: That's boy math.
0: Last night for the Oilers, though two one, they get the the goal late in the first period. Uh, the San Louis Blues almost getting a late goal in the first period. Uh, after that, though, it kind of went downhill quick. Kind of funny, Connor McDavid, just uh, you know another three point night. Scory Perry, I got to tweet that for the first time. That felt good. A genuine Scory Perry. That,
1: that goal that Corey Perry scored last night, I have seen him score a hundred times, maybe more the the presence around the front of the net, the hands in close like that that it's like a patent of his like the pivot and then kind of the wrap around with his reach because he's a big guy, uh, big reach over to the right hand side. It's uh, I've seen it a lot. It was it was nice to see it uh, in the uh, blue and orange for the first time.
0: Classic Corey Perry. at uh, Jake Neighbors, former Edmonton Oil King, going off in the second period. One goal, two helpers. The Blues had four goals in that period. Uh, we saw the Oilers score five goals in the third period on Tuesday night. Didn't go their way. This was one of the things we had kind of touched on. I want to say it was Monday. You know, the the streak, everybody was saying, the naysayers were saying, you know, hey, who did they beat? And this was their opportunity in the next little stretch here to go out there and show that they could beat teams at our playoff level. And it didn't go very well last night in St. Louis. And it, if they have an effort similar to that, especially in the second period against the Dallas Stars, they'll be in a lot of trouble. So kind of... Kind of a chance, like we said, a chance to prove those people wrong, but the people that said that on that streak that the Oilers didn't beat anyone, they might be smiling right now.
1: Yeah, but, like, what are you, a hater? Like, it's like, Well, they are haters, yes. Yeah, they, they, you know, <laughs> b- <laughs> Precisely. By, by definition. Uh, yeah, like, the people that were so down on them, like, it's 16 games in a row. And I said this with Kevin this morning. We all expected a regression. Nobody expected them to run undefeated the rest of the season. But unfortunately, and it is just five games out of the All-Star break, but it's a sub five hundred against technically uh, all but Vegas teams that you are above in the standings, right? So it's uh, you would you would you would have hoped that they'd be looking maybe at more of a three and two or a good case scenario four and one at this stretch. The regression in the defensive play in their own end uh, on the penalty kill uh, at five on five it was it was noticeable to me last night. I thought um, I don't know what uh, what like if you just have to kind of like re reassert yourselves and the coaching staff kind of come back and be like guys we did this for this long like this many games in a row just go back to do that like if it does take an extra effort to think about it sometimes you sit when teams are struggling you're like don't think about it just play unfortunately the oilers seem to not have that ingrained defensively within the makeup of this team and you got to think about it like make a concerted effort to think about playing better defense in your own zone so um i mean hey the the penalties were a big topic last night i didn't think it was as bad as some people were making out uh, of course anytime you can crack up or uh, rack up pardon me seven in a row <laughs> a penalty kills there's yeah. uh, there's a reason to raise your eyebrows but like start to finish maybe not quite start to finish the Oilers had a good first period but for the most part the Oilers did not deserve to win that game last night so they got what they deserved
0: absolutely and like we said an effort like that uh it's going to be tough against the Dallas Stars. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I was just looking through that game last night. They had a few guys go off. Um, but some of the usual suspects, like Rupe Hintz, pointless. Jamie Benn, pointless. I know he's not the player he once was. Duchesne had a couple goals. Wyatt Johnston, he's turning out to be a pretty good player, isn't he?
1: Yeah. good, <laughs> Terrific rookie season. Bit of a slow start to this year, but he's really come back on and, and kind of, you know... um, his sophomore slump was, you know, not even a half a season <laughs> by the looks of it, which is all the better for Dallas because um, bringing in Matt Duchesne, a great fold, and uh, I believe I saw it this morning. Not only did he uh, tuck a couple times against his old club, then putting on a show at Tootsie's <laughs> after hours. What what are we talking about here? This guy plays in the NHL and is also a good enough singer, guitar player that he can play at, like, one of the biggest bands or biggest bars
0: on Broadway. It's probably got some pull there still.
1: Oh, I would think so. <laughs> Rightfully so.
0: But yeah, Tyler Sagan, three points in this one. Uh, Jason Robertson, Euler killer, in, in my opinion. It feels like he's always scoring against Oilers. Only one assist. Uh, Joe Pavelski, pointless. Jake. Cottinger, glad I got him in my fantasy pool. It uh, worked out okay for us last my night. My starting
1: goaltender in my uh, daily fantasy lineup yesterday. How'd it work out for you? How'd you do? Uh, it was fine. Uh, I had some good, good looks, but I also made a couple of decisions. The Flames, they get uh, pasted by the Sharks last night, and I did a little line stack of Kuzmenko and Sharon Govich. Love what I've seen from them. And then my two defensemen that I picked, um, uh, particularly Vince Dunn, uh, nothing really going for him in Seattle's uh, win over Boston. So uh, it didn't, like, nothing Nothing fleshed out. I didn't make any money or anything. But um, the one text we had yesterday about the goaltending situation was like, quicker wolf. I said quick, although it wasn't, a, it was a better option, but not really much. The, they get the win, but he still gave up four to Montreal. Uh, Ottinger's, who I ended up actually starting because of the way my dollars worked out, I could spend a little more on a goalie, looked like the, um, the best play of, of the three. So, um, yeah, pretty so so night for me across the fantasy board, but I did slide back up to 38th overall in our pool. I'd been, I'd been sitting in 39 for, back
0: up. for months. <laughs> uh, imitation Tom. He says, What's the long term value on Thomas Harley? My real name is Thomas. I read that as Thomas Halley, Thomas Halley. Like, probably not great. I don't my, know. My
1: long term value on <laughs> Thomas Halley, very high.
0: Well yeah, it, it depends who you ask, I suppose. Uh I mean, I would say very good, thirteen goals this year as a blue liner. Uh, what his second Second full, full season, season in the
1: NHL. And I was just in the middle of texting his back to imitation Tom. I watched the Stars very closely. I was very high on them last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, he impressed me so much. And it was, sometimes gets confusing because there's another uh, – Hanley is the other def, another defenseman on Dallas. Blue, and I don't think he plays every night per se, but often in the lineup. Um, and they wear 44 and 55, the two of them, Harley and Hanley. It can get so confusing watching that team trying to remember whom is whom. Um. Yeah. As of currently, uh, Tom, uh, not Thomas Hanley, but Hanley not in the lineup. Thomas Harley, of course, playing up with a top pair. When you're paired with Miro Heiskinen, you're gonna be better off as a result. Yeah. Still one of the more underrated guys, I think, across the league. But man, this Dallas defense is is no knock. Ryan Suter, we've seen a, a de- decline in his play over the last couple of years, but he's with the former first round pick Nils Lundqvist on the third pairing, veteran Yanni Hakampa and Essa Lindell, who's as good of as good as it gets defensively in the league. This Dallas defense is a force to be reckoned with. And Thomas Harley, like, that stock I'm buying. And I'm I'm proud to say I was kind of buying it pretty early uh, during last year's playoffs. Um, will he score 13 goals every year? I kind of doubt it. That's very hard for d men to do. But, man, he's turning into a, a heck of a player.
0: Yeah, I mean, playing with Heiskin and you tell you like, uh, he shouldn't be underrated. He, he's a heck of a talent. Huh? Oilers fans are going to see that on Saturday afternoon when the two teams meet Mike says after last night's game, that fourth line needs to be completely revamped. Yeah, I don't know. No complaints out of me. I, I, for sure. Your top six should be okay. I mean, you could probably add a right winger in there. That'd be a nice benefit. Like, if,
1: if you add a top six right winger, that automatically means Warren Fogel, well, uh, you know, but on a, guys a regular down. night, Warren Fogel and Corey Perry will both be in your bottom six. Yeah. Which makes it better immediately. Um, I like. I, I actually really liked the look of when they – and I don't even actually know if it was deployed or just a, a way of the, the lines kind of in the middle of an a on-the-go change that Perry out there with McDavid and Drysidle. I didn't hate that look uh, at least for, for a little bit to try and get some juice going. But no, Corey Perry, when the team is in the playoffs and everybody's at their best, I would think should be probably on your third line, maybe even the fourth line uh, as an energy group. I don't know. I, I said this with Kevin I, this morning that I think, even though Connor Brown actually played pretty well last night, if if it's a rotational thing for who's sitting in the press box, buddy, you're next guy up. Like mm-hmm. You still you still can't score. You take a penalty 200 feet from your own net. I, I don't care if you had the puck on your stick in good scoring positions. You've done that a lot this year. You can't finish. It's coming, maybe. As soon as it happens once, Timo Solani used to say that it's like a ketchup bottle talking about the old glass ones that as soon as you you whack it enough times on the heel eventually as soon as it starts to come it just pours out the dam's gonna burst oilers fans can maybe pray that that's the case with connor brown i don't see it i don't think it's gonna come in bunches but i I just think it's his turn to take a seat um get um sam gagne back in there because gagne's been so effective in the minutes he's been afforded so far this season i don't see how you can feel good coming after out of a loss sitting him in the press box again
0: I would agree. And Team Solani can say that because he's one of the greatest goal scorers <laughs> yeah. of all time. Yeah. Easy to yeah. say when
1: you're tucking 50 every year like it's child's
0: play. When it's Connor Brown, it's like, man, you, you want him to have success. I, I, I accidentally retweeted it from the Sports 1440 account. Meant to retweet from my own account, but I did a poll on July 1st. Thoughts on the Connor Brown deal. 80% is a good, good deal. That was 773 votes. So it wasn't like a, my usual results, 20 voters. It was a, a good group of people. We thought this would be a good deal, and it just it hasn't worked out, and it's going to haunt them next year. But big time, who knows? Maybe in the playoffs, he really comes on and we're like, whatever. Who cares? Uh, Montana Rice says, at what point can we question the Oilers again? Defenses look lackluster since the break, including the Detroit game. All I mean, right. I, hey, you percent question them now if you want. I am. like, I think a lot of people are. Th- there, there is a world
1: that exists between, hey, we just won 16 games in a row. We're still the, one of the best teams in the NHL. We have no faults. And there, there's room between that and this team sucks, we're garbage just because you lost three of the last five. There's ground between that, believe it or not. I know it's hard sometimes for <laughs> sports fans to realize it's not always the sky is falling or we're the top of the world. You can be confident in the team moving forward but still openly admit in, uh, you know, in a public space to say, man, we got some issues and we need to get them corrected ASAP, Rocky. And I think the Oilers defensive, um, defensive game... 100% falls in that category right now. It's two games back-to-back where for a middle period, you looked absolutely lost in your own zone.
0: one 8 40 is the text line. BB says Evander Kane is the ultimate poser. I think there's a few more more ultimate posers out there than Evander Kane. And then Spruce Grove Steve says, Boys, your thoughts on sprinkling a few bucks on the Minnesota Wild Future to win the Cup? I know it's a long shot considering they're currently not even in the playoffs, but the team is starting to look good. The Russian McDavid, Kareel, the Thrill, looking good. And with a vet like it that can go on a run, odds are playing awesome right now. Thoughts? I mean, if you're springing from like five bucks, for, sure. For, for,
1: for a long shot,
0: yeah, go for it, I guess. But I'm, I don't like their odds.
1: I, I don't either. The The defensive uh, lineup right now is is tough with Jared Spurgeon hurt. Um, Felino and Pat Maroon also both out uh, a, a couple big players for them. Well, Maroon, you know, we, we know what he can do in a depth role for any team. So, yeah. Don't get me wrong, Kirill Kaprizov, like electric. Joel Eriksson Ek, probably, we just talked about uh, Heiskanen. Eriksson Ek, probably one of the more underrated forwards in the league. Um, Riding shotgun with him since, uh, like, and Hartman, I know, plays there a lot as well traditionally, but uh, Ek is right now. And then Matt Boldy, kind of one of the best uh, young power forwards in the game, big body that can finish. So, listen, I love their forward group. I'm not super confident in their defense, even with uh, Brock Faber having a great rookie season. But, um, yeah, I mean, hey, for a long shot, There's worse bets to make.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, you could put it on the Flames to win. You could. (laughs) That would be a worse bet, in my opinion. (laughs) They just lost to the Sharks. Yeah, not ideal. Could be worse, Oilers fans. Could be worse. (laughs) Even though those two teams, like the Wild and
1: Flames, tied in points right now, but I don't see the Wild selling off all their best players heading into the deadline. The Flames, Markstrom, maybe. Tanev, certainly. And uh, Noah Hannafin, possibly.
0: We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to more of your texts. We'll also uh, run through some of the prop bets for the N- NBA All-Star Weekend Celebrity Challenge. An NFL rookie quarterback has some pretty good odds to win MVP in the celebrity game. We'll talk about that when we come back. And uh, more of your texts, one Whatever you'd like to talk about. It was funny. Yesterday, we got a text towards the end of the show about putting cinnamon in your French toast batter. And it really blew up the text line. So any any questions you might have on this little Freestyle Friday, send them in. We'll get to those next. It's Hallie Douglas, Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wheelhawk Beef Jerky. 1125 Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor, Hallie, Brandon, Douglas with you here. Beautiful Friday morning. Hope you guys are all having a great day so far. The weekend is almost here. We got the long weekend, which is kind of nice. Uh, I think we, we're taking family day off here at Sports 1440 family.
1: We're a family program.
0: We are. We're a family run business. We're all brothers and uh, just going to take some time off on Monday to enjoy it. We're all brothers in Christ. Absolutely. <laughs> the show as always brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc's Spruce Grove and right here in West Edmonton Mall. You got the day off on Monday or Saturday or Sunday. Maybe you walk on by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, grab some jerky for the fam. Trust me. Trust me on this one. Makes your day a whole lot better. Right now, we'll go into the inbox for eWell. eWell gives you more than premium quality electrical products. Are you ready to elevate your projects? Contact eWell to discuss how they can partner with you for success online at ewel.ca. Lots of text coming in here to 1 401 1440. Mike, I like this one on a positive note. Echo and McDavid threw a great body check. Mike, yeah, we need a little bit of positivity on these days. Montana to Rice, did you guys see that Stephen A got hurt practicing for the celebrity match with Micah Parsons? Yeah, I think he's got a bit of a bum ankle. I think he's still going to be coaching, though, looking into it. His team is the favorite over Team Shannon if you're uh, looking to try to win some money on a meaningless basketball game. I do like the NBA All-Star game. It seems like the competition level kind of gets ratcheted up a notch, like they want to win it a little bit more. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Like, (sighs) because... the fact that it's all celebrities um then no, i was uh the um uh the ladies mixed in yep right like that gives the because they obviously care they want to prove and like you're not going to get shown up by a bunch of these just like scrubs off the street meta world peace <laughs> yeah uh, but but no, the, the competition level is is noticeably higher than you see in, of course, the NHL All Star Game, which we know we did see that get dialed up a little bit this year, yeah, um, a little more competitive. Uh, the MLB game, I mean, it's not a contact sport, so it's you know it is like they're not playing for anything either. Uh, in recent years, since they moved away from giving home field advantage in the World Series to the victorious league. Uh, and then in the NFL, I mean, they don't even play. They just play flag football now. It's such a joke. So um, I, I think of the All-Star Games, the NBA's is probably my favorite because of the dunk contest, because of the, the, the three-point shooting contest, of course, gaining so much uh, uh, notoriety with Steph Curry's rise to fame and bringing the long ball back. Um, and then with the uh, the celebrity element uh, as well. So I think it's probably my favorite all-star weekend of the four North American sports.
0: Yeah, the NFL dropped off when they stopped going to Honolulu every year. Yeah, like that was the only benefit of the
1: Pro Bowl was that you got to go on vacation in Hawaii.
0: I wanted to go watch the Pro Bowl in Honolulu. And then now it's not even a thing. I'm not going to Orlando to watch a touch football game and dodgeball. No, thanks. Although Disney World is close. So that might... Might make me a little more interested Uh, Imitation Tom says he sent this yesterday at the end of the show With a french toast talk but wanted to Reiterate oh my god My trauma from my childhood when I was a Kid my stepdad made french toast for the first Time and gave me ketchup I thought I hated french toast I would too (laughs) I love ketchup But on french toast The sweetie and the Tomato don't Go together on french toast I also
1: enjoy ketchup. I talked about this uh, on an inner out segment with Kevin and probably Laddie, if I had to guess, because I always do the food stuff with, with Laddie. That, like, ketchup on chicken, to me, like, if you dip your chicken tenders, your chicken nuggets in ketchup,
0: like, federal crime. That's desperation. That's like, like, I'd rather, nothing else. I'd
1: rather raw dog them, I think.
0: Yeah. I Actually, you know typically what? Typically, I would too. But. And, but,
1: like, same thing, like, mayo to me is not a dip, it's a spread. Or an ingredient.
0: Mm-hmm. Call, like, I like barbecue sauce. Talked
1: about ranch yesterday, like people that dip stuff in ranch because it oh. came up um, because of you dipping our heart-shaped pizza in ranch. So good. Like, that's that's not right.
0: It is right. And when you accept it in your life, you'll realize things are just better with ranch. Ooh, it's so good. What did people say? Did they not like it? It was pretty mixed bag. Am I, I the like, weird
1: one? I, I was saying that it's over like overused.
0: It gets used for everything. When it's good. That's what happens, JCD. What? Ranch is the best and it's the best dip? Not even a little bit. Heck yeah, brownie.
1: Mustard. Bar- I'm a big barbecue sauce guy too. But not
0: on pizza. I like barbecue
1: chicken pizza. Mm, me too. And there's pizzas where you can get like, I think ranch is like the.
0: Yeah, sauce. oh baby. It's really good there. Yuck. And you do that little Santa Fe ranch, a little spice to it. Just a little. Don't want to burn your mouth, but a little spice is always good. JDO, or JDO, as some call them. Ranch is elite. I'm with you guys Uh, Very quickly here also Bonacord Greg says Boys I heard a pinch of cinnamon Or Celtic salt in your coffee grinds Cuts down the acidity 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 acidity, (laughs) And makes it taste better Never tried this But I'm wondering if anyone does Well I can tell you If you don't have a very good pineapple You put a little salt on it And it makes it sweeter yeah, Which but is why
1: you, you put like salt on any dessert type things. That's what they say. Like you top like your cookies with a sprinkle of crushed sea salt or something. But you'll taste the salt still. Yeah, I, I've never done it. But on it's just pineapple I see it like
0: fancy cooking stuff. Yeah. Um, on pineapple, it like takes, you can't taste the salt. It just makes it sweeter.
1: I've never put cinnamon in the like the grounds. But I will, I'll put like a, a shot of cinnamon in my like once I have my cup as I'm putting a, I, if I'm using cinnamon, I won't use any sugar, but still a dash of cream. Maybe a splash of uh, vanilla and then a sprinkle of cinnamon. That's if I'm like in no rush going out the door in the morning making my coffee. But yeah, I've done it. It's really good.
0: I'm a cured guy. Uh, Pillman. Also, we got to give a shout out to Pillman. He, I missed it, but dropped off some cookies They're by George. They're still here, Connor. He said, I forgot to say, make sure Low Tide gets a cookie. Have an amazing long weekend, boys. Thank you, Pillman. That was very nice of you. We, we should really have seen the jacket that. he had on. I wish it's I did. Like
1: Picture the 90 starter jackets. From your favorite NFL or NHL team But it's The team is Pilsner <laughs> A team <laughs> with
0: a proud
1: history Oh my Oh Alberta strong P- Anybody that says Pilsner Saskatchewan beer can kick rocks Brewed in Lethbridge Originally uh, It's Alberta as it gets Saskatchewan folk just uh, kind of commandeered it from us And made it their Like their entire personality Yeah
0: Oh well, whatever And I, lo-
1: I love Pilsner It's my, my go to beer Post-tropics game, pre-tropics game, mid-tropics game sometimes. It's the best. Turn the game? The best, Jerry. Yeah, sometimes I have a bench beer.
0: <laughs> JCD says Hidden Valley is the only choice. You know what? I'm going to free plug here. Walmart brand ranch is so good. Like the Great Value? Yeah. Unbelievable. I think, I, I think that's what I have in my fridge, too. Radio sometimes doesn't always pay the best. So, you know, you got to make some cuts here and there. Hard cuts. And uh, one one day when I was working the night show, I went to the local Walmart and grabbed a little thing of the Walmart brand ranch, and it was unbelievable. So I I still stick by that. Uh, Montana Rice is dipping pizza in sauces for kids and kids only. And I don't want to be an adult. I want to keep on dipping my pizza crusts in the ranch just to enjoy it. You got to enjoy the little things, my friend. JDO, JDO, mayo is an excellent dipping sauce for fries. See, I've never really gotten into that, but I I have seen people do it quite a bit. And imitation Tom says it's the Pilsner color scheme. It links well to the Rough Riders, but doesn't pill have the red in it as well and a little bit of yellow? So, I guess the red and green and white, yeah, they'll they'll link onto it. Hey, if Riders fans want to embrace the province uh, Fill Your Boots, it's a it's a great product and helps all where it's brewed, right? Right, Duke.
1: I don't know if it still is. Probably. Oh, maybe, maybe like, they to I, I, think, I think all beers brewed pretty much everywhere now, isn't it? Like It's just wherever the thing is. But a, like Pilsner founded in Alberta it was originally brewed in Lethbridge.
0: Uh, we talked about it a little bit here. There's some interesting prop bets when it comes to this weekend at the NBA All-Star Game. Obviously, I mentioned it earlier. You can bet on Team Stephen A or Team Shannon. You should do so responsibly. You can bet on who's going to score first in the all-star celebrity game Plus 600 C.J. Stroud The NFL Rookie of the Year Only Metal World Peace Has better odds And obviously he uh, Played in the NBA for on our test For those who You know <laughs> yeah. Are fans of a different generation Who, who would your money be going on Because A.J. McLean Of the Backstreet Boys Is paying out at a pretty penny
1: Micah Parsons Plus 700 Like <laughs> that guy can almost Certainly dunk Right I would hope so I don't know half
0: these people Do you think C.J.
1: Stroud Can dunk 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, yeah, probably. Probably. Good athlete. Um, I don't know a lot of these people either, I'll be honest. Dylan Wang. Jack Ryan. I know the character Jack Ryan. <laughs> Connor Daly, related to Trevor. That's how it's spelled. Or Carson. Oh,
0: yeah. Is this spelled that way too? Couldn't tell you. What about Lily Singh? She's a Canadian YouTuber host. I, I was going to say,
1: I recognize that name, but I couldn't tell you a lick about what she does.
0: She's got the lowest odds along with Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Plus 3,500.
1: Jennifer Hudson's a legend. Uh, Walker Hayes is the only other name on this uh, list I recognize. Country artist. Not one of my favorites. He's kind of uh, really leaning uh, heavy into the, I don't know, do you call it bro country? Like he had the the fancy-like song like Applebee's. You, I, I'm sure you don't know Connor, but some oh. of the listeners might.
0: I don't know new music. I'm stuck it's on catch, my old it's stuff. It's catchy,
1: don't get me wrong, but like it's not... Uh, not not going to be winning any songwriting Grammys anytime soon, which is okay.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at this. Uh, Jewel Lloyd is a player in the WNBA, and she's going to be involved in the celebrity game here. But I'm not going to lie to you; I know three, four names. That's embarrassing. Getting too old for this. You can also pick on the MVP. That is actually where CJ Stroud is favored. Bile, like, he's he's not even two to one. Interesting that uh <laughs> Jennifer Hudson her odds are so bad at 25,000 to 1 <laughs> Lily Singh only 10,000 to 1 like they <laughs> she's got twice over twice the likelihood of her winning MVP.
1: People not familiar with Jennifer Hudson's game, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they have. Has she played in this in the past, and it has not gone well?
0: What if she's a hooper? Like, what if she, for the last few years, has just been holding in craft. the gym, in the lab, grinding? I she might just starts to, dropping threes. Like I might she's have to put some Vark. money on
1: this. Oh man, I, uh, if I if I were putting money on the MVP, I like I said, the C.J. Stroud, like that's where's the value in that? I'd probably be going Micah Parsons again. Um, he's a competitor plus 750 competitive guy incredible athlete um, not to say anyone else on this list isn't but i think that's a good mix of uh it makes sense to me because i a know who he is and b the odds are um you know uh heavy enough that it's a worthy investment
0: uh some other ones to look at here they've got the rising stars champion team debt Detlef debt shrimp unbelievable team Jalen team Powell, team tamika also uh the rising star mvp right now yeah Interesting. You know, I mean, I, I kind of like Chet Holmgren at plus 650. Fourth highest odds. Sorry, tied for third highest. I don't think we see one Raptor in there, do we? Is there a Raptor at the All-Star game? Scotty Barnes. He's also the biggest long shot to win All-Star MVP. He and Paulo Benchero. Paolo Benchero. Paulo, Sing to me, Paolo. How about Shai Gilgis? Just- Maybe we'll go for him plus twelve hundred. He's our guy now. So. He's yeah. We have to pick someone. Well, yeah. So it's going to be him, and then it's going to be Chet for the young stars, OKC Thunder. We got to start coming back to Thunderstruck on this show, Thunder, because that's our team. Oh uh, yeah. So I mean, if you're going to do so, have some fun. It's it's always interesting. They've got the slam dunk winner, Mack McClung, who isn't even playing in the NBA anymore. <laughs> He's playing with. Did the, he win it last year? Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. Osceola magic. <laughs> That's what I like about the NBA. Cause also with the rising stars, there's some guys that are playing in the G league. So yeah. it's like they're rising. You know what? Have people at these events that are going to put on a show. The NHL should do the same thing. Trevor Zeger should be at every single all-star game to showcase his skill. Is he an all-star? Maybe sometimes, sometimes, but is he someone who could put on a show and get on sports center? Yeah. Like he would, he would have some fun with it. I liked that. The NBA, showcases the guys who will do these sorts of things.
1: I like that they don't shoehorn the big names in, because I'm going to be honest, the rest of the names in the dunk contest, I know one of them, Jalen Brown. Yeah. (laughs) Jamie Yaquez Jr. But those guys
0: are probably all going to be trending Saturday night.
1: That's what I mean. And so, like, like, once again, as a basketball casual, especially this time of year, the fact I don't know these guys, that maybe doesn't say that much, but they're not your headliners, like... Topping off the Knicks and Yaquaz off the Heat. Like, those aren't the names that you associate with those teams uh, at front of mind. So they just pick the guys that are going to do the best at that event and provide the most entertainment. They're good dunkers, including a guy who's not in the NBA, Max McClung.
0: Well, and then how about like the three pointer little shooting challenge they're going to do with Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry? How did you not
1: uh, call up Caitlin Clark to come into this? Well,
0: I mean, shout out to Caitlin Clark, baller. <laughs> All-time point leader. Did you see where she hit that shot from to break the record? The logo. She's like, you God. think I'm not going to shoot from the logo to break That's what the record?
1: She said that in a yeah. post-game thing. She's like, yeah, for the record, you didn't think I was going to shoot from the logo? <laughs> like, she's awesome. Love the swagger. Even if she uh, did get uh,
0: shown up by Angel Reese and the Natties last year. Yeah. You know what? Go Tigers. Wins are a team stat, not an individual See, 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 hey, maybe it's the revenge tour this year. When we get to the madness, oh, she's a baller. She's fun to watch. But yeah, the, the NBA weekend's always a good time uh, if you're going to be sprinkling some money down. Like we say Use your game sense Be responsible We'll take a break When we come back We'll let you know what's coming up On the Jason Greger show As well as the Lowdown with Low Tide We'll also get to Some of your texts We got some more sh- Coming in about French toast and Pilsner uh, Breakfast of champions that, That's how you start it tomorrow The Oilers play at 1 You wake up You have a pill And some French toast can, Am I allowed to bring that In studio? Ah. Cold, cold can of pill With a glass of orange juice? You gotta bring French toast too though
1: What about those Like French The toaster French toast
0: If we have a toaster That counts There we go <laughs> It's a great way to start your Saturday, and then the Oilers take on the Stars, and you got the NBA, and you got all the NHL. It will be a fun weekend in the sporting world, as it usually is. Uh, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Hallie Douglas brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Final segment of the week. That means it is time to blast off with a nice, refreshing Mountain Dew Baja Blast. That almost sounds like a like a canned sound, but that was legitness. Could- can you can you get Baja Blast in a can? I don't. I don't think so They should Oh it's so good I
1: prefer canned soda to bottled Like a nice can of vanilla coke That I I don't I've never had a can of vanilla coke Mm. I've only ever had it in a bottle
0: A glass bottle? Nope I feel like that's where it would be at it's peak I agree Or Fountain soda (laughs) Vanilla coke fountain soda From McDonald's Oh man that would be unbelievable With the McRib how much McRib's not gonna be around for much longer? No, I might have to go grab one. I was just gonna say I might have to get one for lunch today. <laughs> get it while it's here. Exactly. It's it only comes once every like ten years. Actually, so. very
1: quick tangent on this. I I think it's Jordan. When we have several Jordans on the text line, but Jordan always texts in saying the McRib commercial drives him nuts because the one part like it's always like this is the the best two words, the best three words, and it's like the best seven words. He always says the sentence they say is not seven words. I counted them today. When they played, and it is seven words because I think where Jordan, if it was Jordan, gets confused, it says, instead of, he thinks it says wanna, but it's want to. Isn't like, I wanna go get a McRib. Mm. It actually says, I want to go get a McRib, which obviously splits it from one word,
0: McDonald's is not going to mess up a little grammatical error. So there, like there you on.
1: go. I mean, yeah, this is a national campaign. <laughs> I think they probably did their due diligence on it. So um, just to clarif- clarify, I, I had told that texter, if it was in fact Jordan, that I would listen to it next time I caught it. And uh, I did. Can confirm it's seven words.
0: Some news coming down from the NFL. Not sure if you had it in your update, but Jimmy Garoppolo will be suspended for two games for violating the NFL's performance enhancing substances policy. He will not appeal. Uh, With the violation, it will void his $11.25 million guaranteed salary for 2024, and the Raiders will move on. So Jimmy G will be a free agent. Uh, He'll miss the first two games of the season, and Raiders fans probably happy about that one. Where does he land? Lance, uh, tell me. Are you happy? Are you feeling this move? I would think so. AOC and a rookie? Russell Mm. Wilson? Russell. chubby Russ. (laughs) That would be something. Uh, coming up today on the Jason Greger Show. Well, maybe we'll start with a lowdown with low tide. Did Declan tweet out the lineup?
1: Ooh, he walked always. into the studio.
0: He came in and ate one of my cookies. Oh, they're your cookies. Well,
1: no, Pillman? they're in. Uh, they're in. Are they his cookies? He handed them to me specifically when he popped by because uh, Kevin was on air with Steve Coolius, but um, hung around to say hello. Got a quick little spin around the studio. And um then he left and he did say they're for everyone.
0: So. Oh, good guy Tillman. Uh Declan did have the lineup out ten ten minutes ago, give or take. Uh they'll recap the Oilers loss to the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. Look at to tomorrow's game. They'll do their NHL rumors. And then at twelve forty, sad use of the athletic will swing by. Also uh covers the stars and the Dallas Cowboys. So Trent Wilhawk, big Cowboys fan. Maybe look at a little talk little. about that for you.
1: Talk about uh,
0: Micah Parsons at the (laughs) All-Star Game.
1: Why will the Dallas Cowboys
0: win the Super Bowl next year? Tyler Ramchuk at one they They'll also do declinations at 1 o'clock. That'll surely fire some people up. On the Jason Greger Show today, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk at 2.20. Get a little update on what's going down on the farm. How's a Philly B looking? Jack Campbell. And the rest of those scoundrels at 2.40. Cam Tate's two-minute warning. We'll have Lorianne Munzer in at 3 o'clock. We'll down, go down to Dallas, talk about the Dallas Stars. Wanya Gretz in co-hosting from 4 till 6. Of course, uh, the face the face of Oilers Nation that doesn't show his face. Craig Button at 4.20. Mark Spector at 5. And then the lowdown with low-tide host Alan Mitchell will join us at 5.20. Triple C in a truck Just says the Cowboys with laughing emojis Yeah they'll be talking about the Dallas Stars In fact <laughs> Man a lot of people Get frustrated by commercials During Oilers games That's, We just talked about the McRib one and it just kind of spawned one. Of, someone doesn't like Save on Foods commercials As a longtime employee of Save on Foods I take great offense to that Is it the Daryl guy? Isn't he the owner? But Fat Afron saying it's the little girl. She bosses her family around like it's her money. That little girl, and I don't
1: even think I know what
0: commercial you are talking about. Me neither. But I, I you know, the Daryl guy. Yeah, I have met him. And my 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 friend was got the Save on Food scholarship, and he came into like for like a little ceremony to present him with the check or whatever. And he asked my friend, whose name is Mike, he said, "What are you going into?" And he said, "Engineering." And Daryl said, oh, you're going to drive trains? And that was my one interaction with him.
1: Automatic Seinfeld uh, reference of the day. Um, When uh, George is pretending to be an architect, and it's during the stakeout, and the lady asks him, what do you do? And he says, I'm an architect. Oh, what do you design? Railroads, mostly. (laughs) She says, I thought engineers did that. And George says, they can. (laughs)
0: Every day we can work in a little Seinfeld. Oh,
1: my God. That, like, that's one of the first episodes, the stakeout, when Jerry just pretends to be meeting someone in, uh, for lunch in that woman's building because all <laughs> he knew about her was where she worked.
0: We'll keep that and, going. And we'll it's, at, it's going. at
1: his dad's suggestion. He says stakeout out the building. And that, was, that character, Morty Seinfeld, was recast. A different actor played him after that season.
0: Did you see the episode where the I've intro... I've seen them all a hundred times, Connor. ...where the intro was saying What? Like it had, like, people singing to it instead of those sound effects? I don't know. Well, maybe. you see, haven't you, seen them enough.
1: You fooled me. What do you mean singing? Like a song?
0: Yeah. It's like... I don't know if they're lyrics, but it's humans, like... Or making the sound effects. Maybe they're making the sound effects. Bow,
1: bow, bow, bow. I'll
0: see if I can find it very Jerry. quickly. Yeah? I can't do a good <laughs> I was gonna. Try. Who was that? Well,
1: maybe. I think I was doing a Jerry voice, but talking to himself, so that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, not my forte, not yeah. my strength. You know, you you jumped in for a second
0: there, but then <laughs> quickly... I,
1: I quickly backpedaled out of it. I, I, made a, I made a mistake.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we should just run this without actually researching it. Uh, whatever, we'll watch it during uh, our little break coming up here, but I'm sure some people have seen it. Someone says that was from the... Pilot episode. Bierman says, yeah, the obnoxious little girl in the Save on Foods commercial is the worst. And they always make the dad out to be the dummy. Classic. That's like every, you know.
1: I don't think I know what commercial this is. <laughs> Am I getting a different feed than everyone else? Oh, maybe. You're watching the American Here, feed. here, Here's what I will admit. Commercials and the intermission. Like during the intermission, I either change over to a different game or just like click out of it. Because I'm watching it on streaming. I don't have a cable. So I have Sportsnet+. Plus. Um, I, I don't like, and during the commercials, I virtually am on a different planet. Like I pick up my phone, start scrolling Twitter, seeing what's the haps games back on tuned back in and the intermissions, I get up and like get off the couch, make supper, eat supper, whatever the case. So yeah, if, if it's something on during those times, it is not surprising that I'm uh, totally clueless about it.
0: And, uh, one more thing, just because we talked about CJ Stroud earlier athletes, first agency, they have a lot of young players coming into the draft here. Telling their prospects not to take cognitive tests in the pre draft. Prospects, that was because of what happened with CJ Stroud last year, leaked. Oh, it didn't lowest, seem to matter. Lowest
1: score ever. That Was that the Wonderlick? The Wonderlick's a different test, isn't it? Same, you
0: like, know what? what different wasn't, pile.
1: wasn't like the Wonderlick, everyone can take it. The one that I think they said Stroud did so poorly on was like specific to quarterbacks to measure football IQ. We'll throw it in the garbage
0: yeah I bet some sure. seventh rounder who never took a snap did very well on it mm-hmm. he's very, very intelligent I bet
1: like the wonder like Ryan Fitzpatrick has like the highest score ever I think I mean he went to Harvard so <laughs> makes sense uh, we'll have to
0: take a look and see who had the highest but yes I mean I'm sure there's a time and a place for that and it measures something but yeah uh, whoo CJ Stroud looked pretty dang good as an NFL quarterback don't know if that really made much of an impact Anywho, that'll do it for us on the show today Big thank you to everyone who tuned in Not only today, but this entire week We really do appreciate it We'll be back on Tuesday For another edition of the old Fantasy Frenzy For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Halley We'll talk to you guys then Actually, I'll be back at 2 o'clock with the Jason Greger Show Have a fantastic long weekend Hang out with your family or your friends, the loved ones, take advantage of it. We'll talk to Tuesday. Right now, let's get to a update brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's Best Beef Jerky, locations in the Spruce Bruce Grove and West Edmonton Mall, com. Here is Brandon Douglas.